This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, so can you see? early lights what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still 
rendition of it just to hear the crowd singing along on parts of that yeah patriotism at its finest it's always my favorite part of the national anthem so good yeah uh all right marty riddle here you go what has a bottom at the top what has a bottom at the top not much to go on there but when you hear the (laughs) answer you'll be like oh yeah okay well, what? I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Okay. What has a bottom at the top? If you think you know it, you could uh, call us. Uh, we got a prize on the line today. 602-894-5653. 602-894-5653. Sarah Evans tickets. The prize, if uh, you're the first person to get the answer to this morning riddle. <laughs> Sarah Evans is at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Wild Horse Pass on Saturday. All right, what? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. So you got a moment. You let it, let it kind of simmer a little bit. <laughs> I had to let it all soak in. Yeah. <laughs> what has a bottom at the top? 602-894-5653. We will get Cheyenne's guess. We'll get the correct answer to the riddle. Coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Uh, coming up next month, April 13th to the 16th out in Florence. Your shot at tickets for the Country Thunder Holler Back. We'll announce another name coming up right after the 720 I Love You Man next hour. Uh, if we have your name, just be listening for your name. Holler back at us when you hear that name or your name. <laughs> uh, if we don't have your name yet, head off to the website, kmle1079.com. Get in to win. Uh, and speaking of winning, we got Sarah Evans. Tickets to the winner of uh, whoever can get the answer to the morning riddle this morning. First person to get it. Uh, what has a bottom at the top? What has a bottom at the top? You wrote your answer down, Cheyenne? I put it, yeah, basically. Yeah, okay, because, you know, we're going to go to the listener. <laughs> we're going to go try and find a winner, and I don't want you copying their answer. Oh, my you know? gosh. Uh, you have zero faith in me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we never even get a W. You know, why not? <laughs> yeah, but I don't want one for participating, though. <laughs> uh, Sheree is in Gilbert. Hi, Sheree. Hello. Good morning. All right. What has a bottom at the top, Sheree? Your legs. That was not Cheyenne's guess. <laughs> As I look at Cheyenne's face. That's all I got to do is look at your face. Whatever the answer comes in, I can tell whether you got it right or wrong. What was your guess? A seat. A seat? Yeah. Or a what stool. What has a bottom at the top? A seat. Okay. Well, your bottom sitting on top exactly. of the seat. Okay, I got it. Uh, no, Sheree is right. It's your legs. Aww. It is your legs. Nice and nice. Congratulations, Sheree. You're going to Sarah Evans on Saturday at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. Thank you. All right, hang on. We'll grab some info from you and get you all squared away. That's a good answer. I like that. Your legs? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, your legs have a, a bottom at the top of them. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good guess. All right, Marty Riddle, every week to morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Uh, today is Wednesday, and every Wednesday at about 6.20, we do the big decision. So if you are facing a big decision today, 
You know, you kind of want our two cents on uh, what you're facing today. You let us know what that big decision is by texting us right now at 22108. And uh, we'll do it. Coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. You know, sometimes they're life-changing and sometimes it's just what you want for dinner. You know, what, what, what should I decide on for dinner? Uh, whatever decision you are facing today, you can text us at 22108 and we'll give you our two cents. And that's, uh, that's all it is. We're not uh, professionals. Uh, we never went to school for anything. <laughs> but we're here for you. Well, I went to school for radio. I don't know how much that helps you, but uh, anyway. Uh, text to the 480. When am I going to propose to my girlfriend? How and where am I going to do it? And how much am I going to spend on a, it says a proposal ring, but I think <laughs> engagement ring. Yeah. Is, <laughs> oh, that's funny. What you're looking for there, <laughs> not a proposal ring. But all right, when am I going to do it? Where am I going to do it? How much am I, I going to spend on the ring? Dude, I don't know. There's so much that goes into a proposal. Like, it should be so well, special to the so, two of you. I, yeah, I, I think the special is right. I wouldn't say that there's so much that goes into it. I mean, some people will be in their parents' basement and he'll look over. Personal experience, but my best friend got married this way. Hey, you want to get married? Yeah, let's do it. Stop I mean, it. that is You're not, joking. I wouldn't say that that is complicated. No. A buddy Mike up at Spokane, Washington. That's what happened with his wife, Monica, years ago. His parents' basement. I'm dumbfounded. Yeah. No. Not, sometimes it's not all, not all the time, Cheyenne, is it a lot that goes into it. But, you know, when you're together a long time and, you know, if it's on your parents' couch in their basement and it feels right, <laughs> say it, you know? I mean, okay. But also, if you're already putting thought into it, then, yeah, it should be something that you put time and effort into. And then there is a lot. You know, what time of day are you going to do it at? Probably dusk because our sunsets are breathtaking. Okay, go on, Cheyenne, what you expect with your proposal. Um, go ahead. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, and as far as the engagement ring goes, you know, I think the rule of thumb is a two-month salary. So whatever that is for you, uh, two-month salary, you know, as Kenny Chesney says in... Uh, his song, How Forever Feels, saved two months, bought a little diamond. <laughs> and then I verified what is the rule of thumb when it yeah. comes to the engagement ring, and it is two months' salary. So whatever your salary is for two months, add that together and uh, purchase that ring. Why is that, though? I don't know. I mean, it's just a good, uh, good number to go by. Let's say, you know, 12 months is 100%. What's uh, two months out of 12? What's the percentage on that? If 12 months is 100%. Yeah, what is that, Gunner? Your tithes are supposed to be 10%. So, <laughs> you know, two months salary, what's the percentage? I don't know. But either way, that is the rule of thumb. So if you can save up uh, two months salary and buy that ring, and if you can't right now at the moment, maybe you wait. Or you just get her something smaller. Like, I don't know why it has to be you two gonna months. You going to be okay with that? Uh, here's the issue is I have really short, fat hands. So I have to have something that's a little bit bigger or my hands will just look I love ginormous. The excuse. I love the excuse. That's a good excuse, Cheyenne, to get a bigger diamond. I know. That's good. My hands are just so fat. They are, though. <laughs> They're little sausages. If, 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 you get, if you get a ring too small, it just gets drowned out and nobody can see it. If it is a round cut, solitaire diamond <laughs> that's smaller, my hands look like gorilla hands. They're just like fat, okay? Don't judge me. So I guess for your boyfriend, if he ever does decide to propose, 
Make sure that diamond is massive because if, her, if, her, if her little sausage fingers swallow it up, she's going to say no. No. <laughs> I would not say no, no matter what. No matter what? I wouldn't say no. Oh, the look on your face, though, if you got that tiny diamond. I would still be happy. If you got a big decision you're facing today, Texas at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, the big decision, we do it every Wednesday at about 620. If you got a big decision you are facing today, you can text us with what that decision is, and uh, we'll give you our two cents. Our text number is 22108, and uh, there was one that we read earlier that some people are chiming in on. Um, the uh, text of the 480, when am I going to propose to my girlfriend? How and where am I going to do it? And how much uh, am I going to spend on the engagement ring? Sounds like this person wants us to plan it all out yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of trust you're putting in us. I mean, I could do it. I could plan a proposal for you, right. but it won't mean as much. Well, let me just give George Strait a call here, and uh, <laughs> he'll be at State Farm Stadium. Let's see if we can figure out the uh, the engagement there. I mean, that would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I had mentioned, you know, the rule of thumb with the uh, the diamond, with the, with the engagement ring, is two months' salary. So I did a little more digging on it. Uh-huh. And depending on the website, some websites say three months gross income on the engagement ring. Um, so, for example, uh, I think this is with the two-month one, or maybe it's three-month. 80% salary eight or $80,000 a year. If that is what you make, you are expected to pay $20,000 for an engagement ring. No. Which that is 25% of your salary. No. And I will say, let me tell you this. I do tend to live life a little bit more on the bougier side of things. Like, I like a nice thing. As you're driving around in your Elantra? Hey, it's what I could afford at the time, right? But, like, I like nice nice things, okay? But if I can't, first of all, I should not know how much you paid for the engagement. As as the female, I should not know. That, like, I don't want to know, first of all, because that's between you and the jeweler. Like, that's your thing. Second of all, if I can't tell the difference and it sparkles, why does it matter how much it costs? Well, what if it's a ring? Like you said, you got to have a ring big enough for your your little My sausage, sausage fingers. fingers. Yeah. yeah. So what if it? What if he dropped twenty thousand on a ring that uh, wasn't big enough for your liking? Be like, why did you spend that much money? Take it back in something bigger that's well, less you should, money. You should know. You should know what he spent. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but like, why? How would I know that? Yeah, but I mean, he could get it for you, and that's all he could afford. And you would look at it and be too small. No, I mean, you never know. Maybe he got gouged. You have no idea. Maybe he didn't <laughs> go during the Labor Day weekend sale. <laughs> at the, okay, first of all, at this juncture in my life, I'm not going to complain no matter yeah, what. Yeah, it you, is. Gotta, you gotta say no. You to give a me ring. a solid that- gold band with no diamond. I'll be before you even hit the ground on your knee. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but then once that excitement wore off, Cheyenne, I feel like you would probably have like some sort of a. Um, an acceptance remorse. No, I would not. <laughs> you didn't have a bigger ring. I would also to post like to point out Instagram. We are. I am. Brandon and I are nowhere near having this conversation. Nowhere near. You didn't say that on Valentine's Day. You no, know, you said that. I on said Valentine's it, but you didn't Day. put that out there. That you weren't even close to it. I laughed. You didn't throw that and out I said there. that's not going to happen. No, we're not. We're not close to that. So everybody can relax. Well, you drew that line in the sand. There, I did. So you let everybody know. <laughs> Just saying, because I know how people get. They get all excited. Uh, text of the 480. Find a unique ring. No more than $5,000. Ooh, yeah. Uh, propose and get married on the date of your anniversary. So you're not celebrating two to three anniversaries <laughs> a year. Keep it simple, stupid. That's what we like to say. <laughs> Who's celebrating that? Are you one that celebrates the anniversary that you met? 
and then the anniversary that you got engaged, and then your wedding anniversary. I mean, are you one that would do that? I like not celebrate it, but I generally like, I you, would point it out. You know the date that you and Brandon met? I do. I know the day that we met in person for the very first time. I do. Are you, do you celebrate that? Have you, has it been, hasn't been a year yet? No, it hasn't gonna, been a year. Are you going to celebrate that when it comes around? Uh, probably not. I don't even know what day we actually became official. Oh, really? Yeah. I just remember the day that we met because I remember where it it's was. It's not on your shared calendar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're so funny. <laughs> I think I'm hilarious. I thought it was funny. No, it's not. Although it would be. If I knew the date, it would be. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, there are a couple more questions coming in that are wedding themed. So let's stick to this wedding theme with a the big decision today. So, okay. uh, yeah, we'll get to these questions coming up next here on Camel Country. Here's Dylan. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, speaking of a uh, rock, uh, kind of has to do with the question for today's big decision, which we'll wrap up here uh in a moment, uh, one of the questions that came in for the big decision was a uh, text of the 480. When am I going to propose to my girlfriend? How and where am I going to do it? How much am I going to spend on the engagement ring? Which a lot of the focus, you know, in our conversations has been on that ring. Yeah. You know, rule of thumb, save two months salary, gross salary and spend it on uh, that diamond, on that rock, on that ring that you want to uh, give to that special someone. It's a lot of money. Well, I mean, just, yeah, I How guess. How much did you spend on your wife's engagement ring? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, we got it at like uh, K Jewelers or something like that. We just, <laughs> we got it together. You yeah. know, I, we yeah. put it, we got a K Jewelers credit account and put the <laughs> ring on that. I don't know. I was probably like 15 grand, maybe something like that. $15,000? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we were looking at a bigger one, but she was like, I don't want one that. I don't want one that big. Okay. I mean, if she's happy, I mean, at the end of the day, if she's happy, then it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. That's all that matters. Yeah. You know, and I guess that when it comes to this question and this decision that this person is facing today is, um, you know, just make sure it's the right moment for both of you. You know, you don't want to rush anything. Make sure it's right. And, you know, sometimes you got to take that leap. You know, I, I never was, I never wanted to have kids. I never felt like I was ready to have kids. I didn't think we were financially ready to have kids. And sometimes you just got to take that leap and it ends up working out. You know, I wouldn't trade my kids for anything in the world. Right. You know, I got a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. I wouldn't trade them for anything, you know, and, I, and I'm glad we'd had them when we did. But, I mean, if it was me, I would still be pushing it out another year. I'd still be pushing it out another year, you know. And yeah. then finally my wife's like, nope, it's happening. It's time. You don't get to decide. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sometimes you got to take that leap, but make sure it's uh, make sure it's right, I guess. Right? Yeah. Um, but there are some texts coming in in response to that. Uh, text of the, let's see, text of the 602. Nope, a $3,000 or whatever amount roof over my head of my family is more beneficial than a rock on my hand. But I'm a practical girl. I don't even waste money on makeup. Okay, so then like like I said, if she's happy with that, that's what matters. Text of the 805. I told my man to go cheap on the rain because I thought for sure I would have lost it already. <laughs> Again, she's happy with that. <laughs> Text from the 623, personally, something simple yet thoughtful. Get a ring that best describes her and that she'll love. And Sedona is a beautiful place to propose. Ooh, love that. You can make a day out of it. Go for a picnic or a hike. Aw. At the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you, too. I mean, 
That that's just is what it is. Text for the four eight. Now I can't believe some women expect men to spend that much on a ring. I'd rather have him pick out something smaller and us have an amazing honeymoon full of memories. I feel like guys have too much pressure on these things. Yeah, I would agree with that. I definitely. I don't expect that kind of money to be spent for sure. Uh, a couple more uh, questions, wedding related. This is uh, completely different than what we were talking about. Text okay. the six zero two. I have a coil of a hundred American flag stamps already. Should I use those for my wedding invitations or buy pretty ones? Just use the American flag ones. I don't know, Cheyenne. If I get an invite with an American flag on the uh, the upper right hand corner of the envelope, I'm going to be thinking negatively towards that couple. <laughs> He's joking. I want to flowers. Use the, use the flags. <laughs> Sam's are expensive. Text to the 503. Should I ask my mom's blessing and my girlfriend's father's blessing before I propose? Yes. I know you're, Cheyenne's going to have a different opinion on this because she didn't have the best relationship with her dad. You're not going to expect, if, you know, if things progress with your boyfriend, uh-huh. you're not going to expect him to go ask your dad's blessing, no, right? No, I'm not. Yeah, see, so you're going to have a different yeah. opinion. I did. It was an awkward situation. It sucked, but you get the respect of dad. You know, and especially if, if your uh, girlfriend or your, yeah, you know, has a great relationship with her dad. Yes. That's what I would say. For sure. If she's got a good relationship with her dad, then absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. That is the big decision today. Thank you for those texts. There are a lot that we didn't get to. We're going to hang on to those for uh, next week. We'll do it next Wednesday at about 620 here on Camel. Uh, coming up next, something went down on a flight recently. Curious what you would have done in this situation, Cheyenne. Okay. All right. What? And then also details on how to win some Country Thunder tickets just ahead here on Camel. You can make. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. It must have started raining, Cheyenne. Text with the 602 says, uh, oh yeah, Gunner must be loving this weather today. <laughs> and if it is raining, no! I am hating the weather. Uh, but once we get through today, back to the sunshine in 70 tomorrow. All right, confrontation on an airplane, Cheyenne. Kind of curious how you would have uh, handled this situation. Uh, it happened last week. It was on a, a flight from L.A. to Boston. Uh, there was a passenger who went on a crazy rant threatening a quote-unquote bloodbath and that he would kill every man on this plane. Uh, here's some audio. So, oh, wow. uh, of course, with a bunch of passengers on the plane, people pull out their phone and oh, start sure. pulling video. Yeah. And uh, here's some audio of this going so, down. Where's the Homeland Security with the gun? Because I'm waiting for them to point the gun at me. So I can show everybody that I won't die when I take every bullet in that clip to wherever in my body they shoot it, and then I will kill every man on this plane. So where are they? Where's Homeland Security? Pull the gun. Pull the gun. Where are they? Oh. I was looking for like, uh, the what the marshal, yeah. the flight marshal or whatever. So you're you're gonna kill people after they unload a clip in you? <laughs> yeah, he's not really making sense there, yeah. Cheyenne. Uh, it ended after he allegedly struck a flight attendant with a broken metal spoon and was restrained by passengers. So, wow. confrontation on an airplane. This goes down. What are you doing? You getting up to help restrain this guy? Um, honestly, I think <laughs> as much as I love confrontation, I am not naive to the <laughs> fact that I am a shorter female woman. But you also got legs like tree trunks, man. Yes, but they, I'm, I'm not with naive. All that power lifting and deadlifting, and that's true. Like I have brute strength. Yeah. Yes, but I'm not naive to the fact that the the possibility of me taking on an aggressive grown man 
I, like, I'm not going to win that fight. And I know that. Yeah. I'm not naive like to that. If you were somehow able to wrap your legs around <laughs> his upper torso. <laughs> not a python. Not that like, this kind of how those legs would work, though. <laughs> Amount of strength in your legs, in your upper thighs from powerlifting and deadlifting. I feel like if you were to wrap those legs around his upper torso, he'd probably, he'd tap out. He would tap out. He'd be like, okay, I put the handcuffs on. I'm done. I don't want my uh, rib cage to crack. First of all, thank you for such a great compliment. Uh, second of all, probably not. Um, but to answer your question, I honestly think I would probably do a quick inventory of the other people in the pl- on the plane. And if there were other grown adult men who look yeah. capable of handling the situation, I would probably sit it out. I would like to think that I would help in the situation, uh-huh. right? I mean, again, I would not sucker punch him, but I would make sure that I would come in when he was not expecting Flying it, right? From behind. Right yeah, yeah. if I could get him from a vulnerable <laughs> side, I would totally get in on that. You sound like a wolf trying to get a sheep. <laughs> That's exactly. I do watch a lot of those nature videos on Instagram, Cheyenne. I know how the hyenas attack. Oh my gosh. And they go for the booty. <laughs> So that's that's your point. Yeah, you go for their vulnerable side. (laughs) Uh, All right, how about this situation? Because this is one I was recently in. Southwest Airlines, open seating. Okay? Uh, Someone saves a seat with a jacket or their bag. Are you asking them to move their jacket or their bag? Or are you just going to go back and find an open seat with no confrontation? Honestly, this is pro- this goes against everything that I just said, but like I'm probably just going to go find a different seat. Find a different like, seat. At, I am 31 years. I'm almost 32. I have learned to pick your battles. And that's just not a battle I want to fight. I don't want to get kicked off the well, plane. But yeah. And on a no fly list. Like I don't want that. I mean, plus, you know, it's the uh the start of the flight, right? So yeah. if you're asking them to move their their uh uh jacket, Awkward. they're going to just have that weird towards yeah. you the entire flight. And I don't want that. Yeah. Like, if there's other seats, just go find somewhere else. I don't... Okay, but what if that only seat was the very back and it's a middle seat? Because, I mean, Southwest, if you're in, like, the later boarding groups, oh, you're yeah. stuck in a middle seat. So, let's say all this left are middle seats on the plane and that jacket is taking an aisle seat at, like, row four. I would probably ask, is the seat saved? Well, obviously, the, like, the, towel, the, the jacket's on there, so it's saved. But is it, though? Because they could have just put that there on the hopes that but there's one empty if, seat. Yeah, but if they do that, it's because they got a friend or somebody in the later boarding group, right? Uh, so if yeah, that but so if they said is, that, then just go sit in the other seat. Really? Yeah. Nah, man, I would have removed the... No, nah, I, I would have... Yeah, there's no <laughs> way I'm sitting in the middle seat in the back of the plane. Yeah, but I'm also When there's an aisle seat you, right there. So it's fine for me. I don't care. You're smaller than me? Yeah. I just talked about your massive thighs. My thighs your are thighs not the are center of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> like, I'm five. I know, but the, like, the girth on your <laughs> thigh... <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. We are about a country. <laughs> I mean, we are about a country. Yeah, I know what I was trying to get at, but my mind just kind of skipped forward a few words. Uh, we're about a month away from Country Thunder out in Florence. John Party and Luke Bryan, Ashley McBride, Cody Johnson, Parker McCollum, Bailey Zimmerman, Dirk Spelling. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic weekend weather. I mean, you can't really predict it, but there is a prediction thus far. And they're looking at like mid-70s to mid-80s that weekend. Ooh. But obviously, things can always change. Yeah. But I mean, as of now, looking pretty good. Wow, that would be perfect. Yeah, perfect weekend. Yeah. Hopefully no wind. Yeah. Be good. Whenever there's wind, there's a lot of pollen and dust, and it just 
sucks. Oh, then you get that thunder lung. Yeah, nobody wants that. We get back on the air on that Monday following Country Thunder. Grass, we coughing up dirt. Yeah. Yummy. It's all part of the Country Thunder experience. It is. And we've got your shot at a uh, pair of four-day passes to Camel Country Thunder with the Country Thunder Holler Back. We announced today a minute ago, and apparently this is the uh, the person with that name. Uh, Sabrina, hi. Good morning. How are you today? Exhausted. <laughs> Why are you so exhausted? But, um, I work in the banking industry, so things have not been great right now. <laughs> what makes them not so great? Silicon Valley Bank shutting down. Oh, okay. Oh, did you, oh, did you say oh, banking? Yeah. I, I thought, thought you said baking, like cookies. <laughs> I totally thought you said so that too. Confused. I was like, man, those donut shops, they still look pretty good in the morning. So I don't. I was very confused. I told my voice is a little raspy this morning. I was at the Suns game last night. Oh, <laughs> fun. They win? No. They didn't win. Kevin Durant's probably still out, huh? <laughs> Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Sabrina, you win. You made it through. You listen for your name, or did you? Did somebody let you know that you uh, you were announced, or what? No, I actually was listening while getting ready this morning. Nice, awesome. How does that feel? Are you listening to the radio and you hear your name announced? How did that feel? It feels weird. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Because you didn't expect it, right? And And then you hear your name, and then it's like, holy crap! What do I do next? And Ellie, and he pronounced my last name right. Everybody mispronounces it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sabrina Amato. Yep. Yeah. It must be a Amato. Everybody says Amato. I would say Amato. Is that what no, they usually say? Say like Armando, Armando. Arm- like How, they there's added no R. R in your name. There's no there's R, no R. N. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, man. Sabrina, congratulations. Uh, we're going to get you all squared away with those tickets. We'll see you at Country Thunder coming up here in a uh, good number of weeks. Country Thunder, holler back. Uh, we're going to do it again right after the 920 I Love You Man. If we don't have your name, we can't announce your name. So go to our website, kmle1079.com, and get into it. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, earlier this week, I was sharing a story of uh, how last Friday my wife and I went out for uh, dinner, went to Buffalo Wild Wings. I was kind of curious why the restaurant was like half empty uh-huh. uh, at 6.30 on a Friday night. Well, I think we got our answer when my wife went to use the restroom and she came back and said that she had never seen a public restroom more nasty than the one at that particular Buffalo Wild Wings location. That's disgusting. On the way out, I stopped in the men's restroom. Same thing. It looks like I hadn't been cleaning like a week. Ew. Took a couple of photos. I've yet to do anything with those photos. You know, I was kicking around the idea of whether to tattle you know on them and you know and a lot of people are saying it's not tattling yeah you know the management would appreciate to hear that their bathrooms are not in pristine condition or whatever but uh anyway so you know on the heels of that i came across this story reading about it yesterday there's a dude in chicago that is suing buffalo wild wings because their boneless wings are made of breast meat he claims they're more like chicken nuggets than they are chicken wings. Stop it. <laughs> His basic argument is that you you call something wings. Most people would assume they're made of actual wing meat, but it's really chunks of breast meat that is deep fried and made to look like wings. And Buffalo Wild Wings is not denying it either. They downplayed the lawsuit in a tweet saying, quote, it's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham and our buffalo wings are 0% buffalo. <laughs> Which is a good point. That's valid. Yeah, he's not suing over the buffalo 
part of the buffalo yeah. wings. He's ch- suing over the uh, the fact that the uh, the boneless wings have no bone in them. And I don't think they try to make them look like wings either. Uh, they're just kind they're of globs. Just yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, a little. They do look like nuggets, though. They look like nugs. Yeah, they do. Which is fine, but like that's what Buffalo Wild Wings calls them—is their boneless wings. But all of a sudden, here comes a guy deciding to sue over boneless wings. And you might remember, uh, for those that have been around and listened to the show for any period of time, you might remember the "I Love You Man" calls and how they started. I started calling businesses, yes. right? And I'm going to play some of these calls. We're going to we're going to go back into the vault and listen to some of these calls because there was uh, there was one week or one day or whatever where the theme was buffalo wings. Yeah. And I called these wing shops and I called these restaurants and I said, hey, how's it a wing if it ain't got no bone? I ain't seen no chickens <laughs> running around no bones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going to reminisce on the past. We're going to go listen to some of these calls and, and kind of remember how they responded when I brought it to their attention. I mean, if this dude's suing here in 2023, I should have sued two years ago. Yeah, should have. When I made these calls, you know, when I pointed that out to the world. Missed opportunity. Yeah, we're going to flash back to a couple of these calls coming up next. Hang on. Don't have to leave this. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. There is a dude up in Chicago that is suing Buffalo Wild Wings because their boneless wings are made of breast meat. He claims they're more like chicken nuggets than they are uh, wings. Which is true. I mean, that is accurate. Yeah. But it's not like they're trying to pass off, like, cat as chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the menu still says boneless wings. Right? So, you know, this dude's trying to capitalize on it. You know, I don't know how far that's going to go. Because I I brought this up a couple of years ago, Cheyenne. I mean, if this dude ends up with millions of dollars, I'm going to be kicking myself. (laughs) But I should have sued years ago. You know, but I didn't want to be one of those people that sues over anything, you know? I mean, there's a lot of those people in this world, you know? Uh, But, uh, no. So, a couple of years ago, when this show started, the I Love You Man Man call started as me calling businesses around this country, asking them a silly question, and then dropping I Love You Man at the end of the call. Will they return the love by saying I love you, too? That's how it started. And then it kind of morphed into me razzing husbands and boyfriends and other men, you know? And that's kind of where it is today. But we're going to flash back to those early days because I did point out that boneless wings don't have bones in them. (laughs) And that's what I did when I called these restaurants. I pointed that out. That was just kind of the premise of the call, and then I dropped the I love you, man, at the end of the call. So how did these chefs, how did these restaurant employees react when I pointed out that boneless wings don't have bones? Here's one of the calls. Take a listen. Can I help you? Hey, Cowboy, how you doing? What's going on, bro? How's it going to help you today? Hey, man, what kind of hot wings you got? We, we have regular classic with bone, and uh, we have boneless also. Do you have the boneless wings? Do you manually pull the bone out of the wing, or how does that work? No, 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 they're like boneless, like, it's like, uh, kind of like a breaded chicken breast. You said the the boneless wings are made out of the uh, the breast meat. Yeah, it's white meat. So it's not actually a wing, but it's called a wing. We call it, everywhere we call it boneless wings. Do you think people should rename the boneless wings like, uh, like chicken tender, though, because it's not a wing? No, we also have chicken tenders, brother. Oh, okay, so that would confuse everybody then. You are, you're actually, you're the first person who, who asked me about that. Yeah, I'm a deep thinker, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I'll call you later. I love you, man. Hey, no problem, brother. Thank you so much. I love you.
Uh, you too, brother. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he was not giving you another yeah. chance. <laughs> and you can tell I recorded that at home. That was during COVID, man. Yes. That was a couple of years ago. Uh, here was another call that we made. Here we go. These wings. Hey, partner. How you doing? All right. How you doing? Yeah. Pretty good. I'm a little confused on something, man. Talk to me. So we have the the bone-in wing, right? And then we have the the boneless wing. I don't have no such thing as a boneless wing. I'm with you. Take the time to take the bone out of a chicken wing and sell it. That's just too much work. Yeah, you know your wings, man. I appreciate that. We're a chicken wing chain. Yeah, I like it. Chicken wings. I like it. Hey, I love you, man. You know where I live. Come see me. I will. I love you, man. All right, take it easy. See, going back to the archives to prove a point. I could have sued a long time ago, Cheyenne. You should jump on the bandwagon. Make it a class action. That's right. Let's do it. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, kind of a scary situation uh, earlier this week. There was a, um, you know, a group of prisoners cleaning up the side of the road down in Yuma uh, or near Yuma. One of the prisoners slipped away while the you know the guy overlooking the group was looking the other direction so this prisoner slipped away and somehow ended up in phoenix he was in a uh, south uh, he, he was apprehended in a south phoenix hotel wow that's a distance it's a distance so you know my mind's like well he must have hitchhiked or something right or maybe got a hold of uh, a buddy a friend yeah go get him but I'm, I'm gonna assume he hitchhiked you know have you ever picked up a hitchhiker there's people that do though there are people that pick up hitchhikers that i i don't understand it i mean not every hitchhiker is a bad person right not every hitchhikers out there to get you yeah but the problem is is that murderers have ruined it for all the other hitchhikers that have like no bad intention yeah you know so like no i'm not gonna risk that yeah i mean i even have that truck you know and i I guess, you know, I could pull up alongside one and be like, yeah, get in. You know, <laughs> where, you, in the bag? where are you headed? <laughs> but I've never done that. Yeah. You know, and I and now that I have kids, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more so not wanting to do that. Yeah. Because you know, I, I don't want a decision that I make in trying to help somebody out end up with my kids being without a dad. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where my, my mind goes. But again, like I said, not every hitchhiker is bad, and there are people that pick up hitchhikers. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of curious, have you ever picked up a hitchhiker, Camel Nation, and like, what? You know, is that something you do regularly? You know, and, and maybe you picked one up and something happened. I don't know. If you have a hitchhiker story, we'd love to hear it. It's just not for me. There's people that do it, though. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, the hitchhikers wouldn't even be out there with their thumbs up. It wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, like some people just, you know. Do that. I mean, it used to be a, a safe thing, a, a mode of travel for some people that didn't have a vehicle. You know, they put that little uh, handkerchief with their belongings at the end of a stick, you know, and just kind of. This is not Robin Hood. <laughs> like what? That's how it used to be, though. <laughs> but somehow it turned into, you know, big old bags and, and, and airline <laughs> luggage wheeled bags, you know, and people are traveling with those now with their thumbs out. God are the days of the stick and handkerchief. That's like, right. What? With the personal belongings, it's kind of up and over the shoulder, you know, yeah. and, and on their way they go as they try to travel around across the country to get to their destination. But now people are scared to pick people up. That's just kind of the day and age we're at. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I would never, never, ever. Uh, is this something you do? Is this something you have done? Uh, if you got a hitchhiker story for us, we'd love to hear it. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? 
Uh, somebody did. Uh, down in Yuma, there was a, uh, hit, um, a group of criminals that were kind of cleaning up on the side of the road. And one of them slipped away from the group and somehow ended up in South Phoenix. I could only assume he hitchhiked or called a friend or something. Yeah. But uh, we're going to ride with the, uh, the hitchhiker uh, assumption here uh, because they're out there. Hitchhikers are out there. Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? What was the situation? Did anything scary happen? Because back in the day, you know, back when we drank from the garden hose and, you know, there was no concern about going outside and playing with your friends. Right. You know, hitchhikers were just trying to make their way across the country. They were a gypsy soul, Cheyenne, with everything in their bandana <laughs> tied to the end of the stick and that stick over their shoulder, just making their way across the country. But now, you know, maybe it's uh, because of uh, something about Mary. Remember that movie where they picked up the hitchhiker uh. and they ended up at the, uh, the rest stop? You don't remember that movie? I remember the movie, and I know parts of it, but I don't know what you're referring to. The guy ended up, you know, they put him in the back seat of the car, and he had a big old bag with him. And they come to find out after the fact that there was an actual dead body in that bag with a ah! hitchhiker in the back seat. <laughs> See? Pretty it's sure hitchhikers so. like that that ruin yeah. it for everybody well, it's else. movies like that. <laughs> put you in your head. Put it in your head. Yeah. So I don't pick up hitchhikers. I don't. And, and, and more so, I, I never did, but... Odds of me doing it now are slim to none because I got kids. I don't want to make a decision. You know, I don't want a decision that I make to cause my kids to grow up without a dad. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. So uh, curious if that's something you do or have done. What happened? Looking for your hitchhiker stories. Texts are coming in at 22108. Text the 623. I have picked up a hitchhiker with my sister and now her husband, uh, her now husband. They were in the car with me. Uh, She said her boyfriend, the gal we picked up said her boyfriend left her. So we said, okay, we'll take you to your house. It ended up being a sketchy hotel right next to the Metro Center Mall. Come to find out it was not her boyfriend. She was a lady of the night. (laughs) Uh, I could see if you're with a group of people, though, and there is a female hitchhiker. Like, I could see that vulnerable situation. But still not by myself. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you don't want to do that by yourself. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're just vulnerable. You're driving. Yeah. You're kind of watching the road. And if this person's in the back seat just kind of trying to figure out how to get this car away from you, you're in a vulnerable state. You can't watch them at all all moments. Right. You know, maybe if you had a, uh, a passenger with you that... You know, I had a hand on a handgun or something, you know, with a uh, hitchhiker just in the back Just turned seat. around facing the yeah, back seat. Just dead, stared. Stared yeah. the whole time. You move, you're done. <laughs> See, that, well, that's then, then maybe I, I may pay, pick up a hitchhiker in that situation, Cheyenne. Gotta have that passenger. I'll be your passenger. It's fine. I'll just dead stare. <laughs> Text with the 760. Yes, my hubby and I picked up a hitchhiker when we were 17. Ooh. Now we're 27. It was the craziest situation. When he got in the car, he started talking about his guns and swords that he had at his house. We kept calm, dropped him off at the place he wanted to go, and zoomed away. 15 minutes later, we both started laughing with fear and and (laughs) said we marked that one off the bucket list. I think that would be me, too. I would just be laughing because I'd be so terrified. (laughs) Text of the 623. When I was a kid, I was on a Greyhound with my dad. So a Greyhound bus uh-huh. with my dad. And we were in the middle of nowhere, and the bus picked up a hitchhiker. What? Dude gets on the bus wearing a long black trench coat and had a trash bag over his shoulder. See? Similar to the handkerchief, <laughs> Cheyenne. Uh, creepy. Uh, creepy. He was creepy looking, but he sat next to us, and he was a totally cool dude. That's cool. Well, that's good. Like, that's a good thing. But, like, 
the sad thing is that the majority are not that great of people. Well, how do you know? That is a solid assumption. <laughs> and probably a very mean assumption. Like I, said, I, like- I referenced something. I think it was something about me. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was that movie. You know, with the, uh, the it's just like what Hollywood paints in your head. That's true. Right? I mean, when's the last time that we heard a story? Maybe, you know, we've heard a story of a hitchhiker, you know, killing somebody and taking their car. Have we heard a story like that recently? Is it just not coming to mind? I, I, nothing comes to mind. Just, so yeah, maybe it is just, yeah, we're just us. It's just stories that we have built up in our head from movies that we've watched. All right, well, put it back on my bucket list. I don't know. I mean, you're, a single, you're a single mom, Cheyenne. I don't know. <laughs> if you got a hitchhiker story for us, you can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? And uh, is there a story that kind of come al- comes along with it? what happened during the ride? Did you feel uncomfortable at any time? Um, there's a, a prisoner that was working the side of the highway with a group of other prisoners down there uh, around Yuma. He slipped away from the group. And I'm going to assume he hitchhiked his way to Phoenix because it makes for a better story and kind of goes <laughs> along with our uh, topic here. Uh, but anyway, he was apprehended at a South Phoenix hotel. Uh-huh. So he ended up from Yuma to Phoenix. Let's assume he hitchhiked, right? Um, so I sh- I've shared my personal feelings on it. I would never pick up a hitchhiker even more so now because I got kids. I don't want a decision that I make to affect my kids to go on in their life without a dad. Right. And that know? makes and a lot of sense. I don't think any parents with kids are probably have the same mentality there. Yeah. Right. Uh, but if you're single or maybe you've done it earlier in your life when times were seemed safer, you know, growing up, maybe when you first got your license, you're driving around like, yeah, I'm a baller. Oh, look at that guy. He needs some help. You kind of skirt over and yeah. get him in the car. And, you know, for the most part, I mean, all the stories that we have seen have ended out being okay. You know, there there hasn't been anything too, uh, too drastic that has happened on a, on a ride, on a, um, on a drive or whatever, you know. Uh, but that's about to change, Cheyenne. Some of the stories coming in here. Okay. Uh, text coming in at 22108. Uh, this one's crazy. Text with the 209. Uh, my brother, who was about 68 years old, was hitchhiking in California and was picked up by Charles Manson, who introduced himself as Charlie. Give him a ride home, which was about two hours away. This is just a few months before the murders. Isn't that crazy? Uh, see, maybe it's just nice. Maybe it's not the hitchhikers you always have to worry about. <laughs> Some people picking you up. Yeah, right. Listen to this one. Okay. Uh, text of the 480. I do pick up hitchhikers, but I have an interesting Uber story. I picked up a guy and he says, are you worried that I might be a serial clerk? What? I said, not at all. He said, why? I said, because what are the chances there are two serial killers in the same car at the same time? <laughs> That's a dad joke. <laughs> I've heard that Is that a dad joke? <laughs> But anyway, this story goes on to say, and then crickets. <laughs> for the record, I carry a weapon at all times. This helps my comfort level for the crazies. I love that. But also, like, when you think about it, Uber is kind of like the modern day easy hitchhiker picker upper. Yeah, but hitchhikers, they typically don't have the money, right? No, they yeah, just... I know that. But what I'm saying is, like, even Uber drivers have to have that fear. Well, what about taxi drivers? Those yeah, have been around for yeah. a long time. It's the same thing. I uh, texted the 480. I'm a Lyft driver. I was taking a break at at the QT around midnight. A lady came knocking on my window asking for a ride because the bus had just left her. I just rolled the dice and said, sure, just don't stab me. Please, I have a lot of life to live. 
She agreed and asked me not to kidnap her. Needless to say, she ended up where she needed to go. See, that's funny. Like that, I mean, that's funny. This is brave right here. Text of the 480. I picked up a hitchhiker heading to El Paso in Tucson. Oh, so I picked up the hitchhiker in Tucson. She was heading to El Paso. After a long night, uh, I asked if she could, if he could drive. He said, it's been a while since I've driven, but I think I can figure it out. He drove from Tucson to the Lee Trevino exit in El Paso, and I slept the whole way. Very grateful I was hurting. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, if you pick up a hitchhiker, I mean, you're already in a vulnerable state driving, right? So you're you're concentrating on the road. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, there's not, no... The only way more vulnerable for you is to be asleep in the back seat or in the front seat while the hitchhiker is driving. Yeah, no. I feel like I would have too much anxiety and too much adrenaline to even think about sleep. Like, how do you even get tired? Dude, I can't even sleep at a car ride just like anywhere. With your wife. With my wife (laughs) driving. Because I have a fear of a deer running across the street. Right. Imagine a hitchhiker driving your own car while you're asleep. We're glad you're okay. Here's the scary one. Uh, there's only one, though. Like uh, Of all the hitchhiking stories that have come in, this is the scariest one we've got. Okay. Okay, text with the 928. After I picked up a hitchhiker, he pulled out a knife, so I showed him my 9mm, told him to get out. Good. I'm glad that you had that. Wow. Oh, that would be terrifying, again, though. Like, that's hun- just not Hundreds of stories just came in here. Yeah. One story that I saw, I mean, there's a lot, Just it's rapid fire, but I mean, one that I saw... That involved a hitchhiker pulling out a knife. You know, and is it Hollywood that kind of puts that fear in our heads about picking up hitchhikers? You know, I've referenced that something about Mary movie. Uh huh. I don't know if it's just Hollywood, though. I think that it's like that one bad guy that ruins it for everybody. And who is that guy, though? I don't know. I don't know who he is, but obviously it started somewhere. There's got to be an example. I'm sure it's somewhere, right? That's what I'm asking you, Cheyenne. You I don't know why you think I'm an way, expert. And you kind of created had a creative way of turning it right back around and asking <laughs> the same question. <laughs> it's the obvious gotta be somewhere. I don't know. It's always just better to be safe than sorry, you know? Yeah. I guess they'll figure out how to get to their final destination. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 